Hello, everyone. This is Justin Knackpill again with the Road to Wealth podcast. Happy Sunday. It is August 29th, 2021. And on today's episode, I decided to do a solo episode as we've had a number of guests that have come on and felt compelled to hear my own voice again and uh, put out an idea that I've been writing recently that I felt needed to be distributed out and shared with the world. Uh, We'll be actually getting back to some interviews in the coming weeks, but felt like really compelled to do a what I call a solo monologue episode. And I'm going to be doing this as a first take uh, or one take rather. And I appreciate everyone for coming on and listening to the Road to Wealth podcast. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about running your own race. And this spurred out from a recent thing that I saw online around the average net worth for every millennial by age. And I would encourage anyone, if you are interested, I'll put a sample example of a blog that I recently read, but there's a number of different ones that have been published online. And it actually got me thinking of you know where my wife and I are, and just even individually, just over the years, how we stack ranked again against some of these age age ranges. And even though we're in a good position and doing well, we have our order of operations financially, our kids are growing up, we're, we're saving, we're saving for their college, there's still this element of comparison that I found myself thinking like, we could do better, or my gosh, we're, I'm seeing online with many other folks within the finance community that's transparent with their net worth, that we're actually behind those people. And it got me to a position where I didn't want to feel that way. And I felt very insecure that even though we were making progress, it still wasn't quote unquote good enough. And I've talked about in the past how comparison is the thief of joy. And I wanted to talk in this episode around how to overcome comparison and running your own race. So I've identified four things that I wrote about that have helped us and most importantly myself in harnessing how we run our own race. So the first one is identifying your goals. So have tangible goals that you have set out. And this can apply to anything, right? This can apply to your health. Maybe you have a goal of running a marathon or just running that first mile. Maybe it's a financial goal. Maybe you have a goal of just increasing your emergency fund or even maximizing and maxing out a Roth IRA. Have something tangible and a set period of time that you want to be able to accomplish that and make that as your North Star that you're heading towards. The second one within how to overcome this comparison and running your own race is tracking your progress. You talk me, I talk rather a lot about how we can't make progress without some form of measuring stick and really identifying where we've come from. So going back to the examples of health, maybe it's something as small as a scale, or maybe it's something as a, a, a nutrition journal that you're writing everything down as far as what you eat. Financially speaking, it could be something as simple as doing your budget or tracking your net worth. Me, personally, I use a a company called Personal Capital. You can go to personalcapital.com, 
Uh, I'm not sponsored by them at all, uh, but Personal Capital, if you're hearing, if you're listening to this episode, I would love to be sponsored in the future. <laughs> um, but I use that because it aggregates all of our accounts. And even with all our automated investments, it keeps track over time. So the second piece, again, is to track your progress. The third piece with how to overcome par- comparison and running your own race is number three, which is surround yourself with a community to level yourself up. And I really want to drive this home because what I've found is that people that succeed and work towards their goals have a community of family, it could be a friend, some form of accountability partner that will push you to your goal. And this may sound counterproductive because mentally, individually, you may feel that you are having to compete against that tribe or community. But in and of itself, they just want you to be, they, they're more in the capacity of being a cheerleader or coach to help you get to that goal. So even though their situation may be their own, whether it be they're more physically fit than you, or they just have their money better than you, it doesn't necessarily matter because you're running within your own lane. And they're potentially helping you or coaching you through that process to make you better. So I recently tweeted that if you are the strongest or smartest person in the room, you should find another room. And I, I heard this recently from you know one of the people I follow on Instagram. He's a 40-year-old um, man that is more physically fit, at least online on Instagram, may give the perception that he's definitely, I feel sometimes in comparison that he's better than me, but he's been just doing the same habits over the course of years that have brought him to the person he is today. And he talked about how if you are the smartest person or the strongest person in the room, you don't have anyone else within the room that's trying to level you up. You're not put in a position to be a student or to be curious. You're strictly being looked upon as that subject matter expert. And sometimes we need to be in a very humble or rooted position to amplify ourselves or to empower ourselves to get better. That's why I actually have a deep appreciation from single sports athletes. And what I mean by that is that they don't play a team sport. They're an individual like a tennis player or someone that plays golf. It's really them against them. At the end of the day, whatever platform that they're on, they're competing against themselves. And yes, they have other people they're competing against, but they don't, they're not relying on a team to, to drive them forward. They have coaches and different people around them to make them better, whether they be a nutritionist or their actual coach. It could be also a therapist, both mental and physical. Like that, Those athletes actually have people that put them in a position to succeed and be 1% better every single day. So I do want to harp on this, going back to surround yourself with a community to level yourself up. That's why I've been very strong and you know, in communication with a lot of these money nerds and people on on Twitter or on Instagram. There's a number of people that you know I, I'm trying to identify more money conversation and, and normalizing that to learn and, and get better. And I feel like I'm doing that also within my social social circle, which I feel is making me mentally better and also just learning from what they're doing. And the last point that I'm going to talk about, about running your own race, 
is celebrating small milestones or small wins. And I feel like this is more of a psychological relief for those that are going down this journey of running their own race, is that it could be a very lonesome road just because you may be building very, very better, uh, better habits towards those goals, and it could be very monotonous, sometimes boring. It's just more mentally a drain. So if you do reach you know, a quarter of your goal, or maybe, for example, you're going to the health example, you hit 50% of your weight loss, maybe there's some room to plan or budget out a cheat meal with your friends and family. Uh, maybe you've been on this you know, very strict nutrition diet for some time, and you know, this was more so that you hit that 50% weight loss, and now you're at a position where you can kind of reward yourself. And I feel these milestones are, are great psychologically. For example, you know, my family and I, we, we hit a certain milestone financially, and we just went out for a simple meal together. It's not something we talked about, you know, but it's something that you know, I knew it, that my wife and I talked through, and I just felt like we deserved a nice meal as a family. It wasn't something extravagant or anything like that, but it was a nice relief to reward ourselves for all the hard work we've been doing. It puts us in a position where we're making progress and not feeling that all this quote-unquote sacrifice is for nothing. It's really to really level up our lives. So to recap, the four elements of how do we overcome this comparison game with ourselves is number one, identify your goals. Use that as your North Star. Number two is tracking your progress. Number three is surrounding yourself with a community to level yourself up. And number four, celebrate the small milestones and potentially those small wins. So again, thank you again for listening on today's episode as we talk through running your own race and how we can overcome our own self-comparison. I greatly appreciate anyone that has subscribed and is listening to the Road to Wealth podcast. I would encourage you to please share this podcast with a friend or family member, and I certainly hope that you are getting something out of this. It really means the world to me that people actually listen to this and subscribe weekly. And if you are on Apple Podcasts listening to this episode, please stop and leave a rating and potentially a review. That would greatly help me out. I'm very excited for the rest of season two this upcoming months with more guests and more conversations around money and building out your road to wealth. Thank you again. And that's it for this week's episode. Have a great one.